So really, mindfulness is being able to do nothing or one thing without the distraction of everything. And in that moment, I'm not thinking about anything else at all. Because when you're in that moment, that flow, you know, where time seems to stand still, that is that bliss, that is that focus, that oneness. No, you're one with the thing. Hi, it's Rob Moore. I don't know if you've tried this meditation, you know, uh, sitting on your own getting rid of all the voices and thoughts. I've tried meditation a few times and I'm like, I've got shit to do, get on with it. And uh, I think there's a lot of pressure now, or that it feels like to me to, you know, you've got to be all mindful and you've got to do meditation every day, otherwise you can't clear your thoughts and you'll go insane. And um, I want to give you a few little things I think you can do, um, which are maybe a, a build towards being able to meditate. And hey, this thousands, millions of successful people on the planet who haven't had to meditate to be successful. Um, so I've recently started playing pool again with a friend of mine who also um, works at one of my companies. And when you're playing pool, and stay with me, it could be anything you love to do. Um, when you're playing that shot, it's virtually impossible for your mind to be on anything else because you're so focused on that shot. As soon as you're not focused on the shot, you miss the shot. And it's funny because Rob and I play together and um, in between shots, we'll get the phone out. We're on emails and all that kind of thing. But when you're on that shot, that is all you think about. And I find that so relaxing. I find it unwinding. I find it uh, cathartic. Um, and I'm really not able to focus on anything else. Um, Paul's called it in the zone. You could call it that. But it's not so much like, you know, you're in that zone where you're so focused uh, on the goal or the outcome. Whilst you are, it really also has the um, effect of emptying your thoughts and the clutter and the noise and the voices and, you know, and, and all the chatter, which I guess is the, um, the outcome for one of the outcomes for meditation. And I've tried to meditate a few times and I'm not saying I'm not going to in the future and I'm not saying meditation is a bad thing. I just think that you know, this real big wave of mindfulness and meditation could almost put pressure on you such that you feel if you don't do it, you either get bipolar manic depression or you go kind of mentally insane. And I don't think that has to be the case. So there's some other things I think you can do. Now, you would know better than me what you love to do. But I don't know if you've got kids and you're trying to get them out of the house. Uh, maybe you're taking them to a kid's party or something and they're getting them out of the house and getting to the party. It's just like absolutely crazy, insane noise, you know, like life can do to you. But then when the, all the kids are going and playing in the party, whether it's the bowling alley or Big Sky or whatever, and you get to sit back when they're sort of, I don't know, 10 metres away, and you just watch them, and you just watch your child, and, you know, you see how they perform and act when you're not looking, and you're very proud of the way they conduct themselves, and they look beautiful from 10 metres away. They look more beautiful when they're in your face. And, and that, again, is something that's very... You're only focusing on the beauty of your child and the miracle of your child, and you're not focusing on emails, problems, you know, the world and all the information that's at us. So I think in a lot of ways, meditation and mindfulness is getting rid of all of the noise, all the distraction, all the clutter, both externally coming into your brain and then internally all the chatter. And you don't have to sit there with your legs crossed like that, which I can't do, uh, for half an hour or an hour today worrying about being late for stuff. April's just said my husband used flying lessons to do. That's exactly right. I've got um, a couple of, um, you know, uh, private um, flying licenses. And when you're flying and you're up there in, in this miracle of flight 
And, uh, you know, when you fly, you have to do the collective, which is up and down. You have to do the cyclic, which is 364 back round and round. And you're doing the yaw pedals, except when you move your left foot, you go right. When you move your right foot, you go left. Or you stop yourself yawing round. And you're doing all of these. And then as soon as you put pressure on one, it affects all the others. And your brain is totally focused on that. And therefore, all the problems, the challenges, they seem to disappear in that moment. They give you that clarity, that space. Um, a good friend of mine, Daniel Priestley, I remember him saying that um, the great thing about writing is it gets out of what's stuck in your head or cluttering your mind. And when you write and you get out of what's in your mind, you free space in your mind to allow thoughts and ideas and creativity to come in. So often you have to empty your mind to fill it with all the solutions, which, you know, many of these spirit spiritualists will say, you know, the solution to every problem is out there in the universe and you can find it in your own mind. But if your mind is full of shit, you can't. But you don't have to do use mindfulness apps or mindfulness techniques um, or do yoga to because um, you know I don't want to do yoga oh man I'm embarrassed about doing yoga I can't even touch my knees let alone my toes um, and I just think there's a lot of pressure to be you know a bit of a, a bit yogafied not definitely not knocking anyone who does yoga or spirituality or mindfulness because hey you found a way to calm your thoughts and to be creative because you know this mindfulness and meditation type stuff like what I said whether it's playing pool or watching your kids or walking in nature um, in a way, it's all the same thing, which is to get rid of the clutter in your mind, to reach out to the infinite power, which is your mind is part of, to solve your problems and challenges, to reduce your worry, your fear, your guilt, your shame, your second guessing yourself, to remove your ego uh, and to create space you know, for ideas, creativity, resourcefulness, but also happiness and gratitude to come into your life. Um, so, you know, for sure, try and practice meditation, you know, maybe start with two to five minutes just trying to clear your mind. But, you know, like, uh, you know I like driving, like driving fast cars. So, you know, going on a, a Jonathan Palmer track day, for example, is really, that could be re your version of meditation and mindfulness. Um, I love meeting great, amazing guests uh, for my podcast. I'm going to uh, meet John Barnes, my all-time football hero, played for Liverpool in England. And in that moment, when I'm there with John Barnes for that hour, I'm not thinking about anything else at all. I'm also going to go and watch Liverpool play um, that same day. And when I'm watching Liverpool play, um, you know, unless we're 3-0 down, um, then I'm not doing anything else. So really, mindfulness is being able to do nothing or one thing without the distraction of everything. And I just think that we need to help you, us, who have struggled with meditation or, you know, we've tried it and it didn't really work for us or we have this sort of, you know, slightly, not negative connotation about it, but we think, is that really the only way? Um, and so I would suggest doing the thing that you love. You know, all of this is great. By the way, why don't you message me below what your version of meditation is? So Beth just said uh, swimming works for her. Of course, April said flying lessons for her husband. A walk fo focusing on the trees is great. Sorry, I can't see your name. Um, but absolutely right, Matt, Matt. Yeah, we've been messaging each other, Matt. How, thank you for tuning in. I bet spinning the dis de decks for you is another one. Because when you're in that moment, that flow, you know, where time seems to stand still, you know, that is that, that, is that bliss. That is that focus, that oneness. You know, you're one with the thing which all the spiritual teachers are teaching you. And I remember when Deepak Chopra was teaching me this stuff back in 2006. 
because I'm a bit of a, you know, I'm a bit like, if I have a problem, I want to work through the problem to get the solution. I'm not the sort of person who goes, oh, I've got all these problems in life. I'm going to go up in my bedroom and I'm going to sit in this position and I'm just going to sit there in silence and nothingness. And I know that the universe will solve my problems for me. I have faith in the infinite potential of the universe. I'd love to be able to do that shit. But, you know, like, I didn't get rich doing that shit. I got rich going out there and trying to solve problems. And if there was a problem dealing with it, solving it, you know. And, and so, but, but the problem with that is I'm a bit push, 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 push. You know, Bobby's probably one of the best six-year-old golfers in the, in the world. He was the best five-year-old golfer in the world looking at his scores. And my, my solution to trying to get him to enjoy golf and to improve golf is more golf. Now, sometimes that doesn't work, and so it's also a bit of a flaw in my personality. But if that's my personality, more, more, improve, improve, try harder, try harder, I'm going to find it hard trying less harder and letting go into space and time and oneness. Spirit and matter are the same thing. You know, it's like, no, let's get, it, get shit done now. Um, yeah, so, you know, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to uh, dump and unload all my baggage onto you in this fine morning. Uh, yeah, so... Find some things you love to do. Do more of them. Merge your passion and profession so you can do work and play, play and work. I've got two people, weirdly, who um, I'm coaching at the moment, who are also really, really great pool players, like, you know, kind of the best in the country level. And, um, you know, what a great little exchange. You know, I'll, I'll come and have a few games. They can come and have a few games of pool with me, teach me how to just improve my pool because I love it. We can be in that moment together and they can ask me questions on business and personal development. You know, we get this great exchange. You know, when I play this pool for one or two hours, it feels like five minutes. It goes so quickly. Um, and I kind of, it's weird because I always, I've been playing pool since I was a kid because I had pubs and I, and I always just loved it so much. But I stopped it because I thought it was kind of a pointless exercise. You know, you're not going to make any money out of pool. You're not going to, you know, I, I don't drink anymore. So kind of what's the point of all of this? But actually it's that, you know, like I've, I've got a putting green out there in the front garden. It could be putting, whatever it is for you. So thanks for tuning in. Please do share what that, um, that, that oneness, that connection, that, you know, zen-like state is for you that doesn't have to be meditation and um, getting your legs over your head and everything else. Uh, and, um, yeah, if you weave more of those things into your life, having a great deep conversation with someone that you're really interested in who inspires you, for me, that's a great way to, in a way, actively medica meditate. Medicate, yeah. So maybe, you know, we can sort of help people who struggle with mindfulness and meditation that active meditation, active mindfulness, you know, doing something that you're connected to, that you're, you're in flow, that, you know, that you could do days on end without food or rest. Um, that get you focused on that one thing. Because, you know, in meditation, they're often trying to get you focused on a word, aren't they? A mantra, or they're trying to get you to focus on a seed of, focus on a seed of intention. Just one thing to clear your mind. You can do that actively. And in this busy world, I know you want to get stuff done because you're following me and you want to be a disruptive entrepreneur. You want to make money, make a difference. You don't want to sit all day, you know, meditating. So well, let's, let's, let's talk about active meditation and bringing more things into our life that can keep us clear uh, and sort of, you know, reduce that stress. But what we don't want to add to the stress is, oh, I feel like I should meditate, but I ain't got time. All right, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Share with me what your active meditation is. Uh, and remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. If you think that there's someone out there that's been struggling with meditation or, you know, or, you know, maybe you think that they're a bit busy and overwhelmed or, or you know, or they're, they're quite hippified, please share this um, video with them um, because, you know, there's more than one way to achieve that state, you know, um, where you sort of release your anxieties. Um, and, you know, and you and you had that have that gratitude um, flowing to you and through you.